Welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up later in the show, Mount Pleasant has seized the SEC title. We have some great news in regards to this show. But first, today's top stories. The U.S. Office of Environmental Analysis has completed its final impact assessment of the proposed merger between Canadian Pacific and Kansas City Southern Railroads. If approved, the merger would establish the first single-line railroad spanning Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. The final version of the report acknowledges the railroad's voluntary mitigation agreements with cities and recommends the Surface Transportation Board impose these agreements in its final decision. Regulators addressed extensive traffic delay concerns by providing gate down timetables for 1,365 at-grade crossings. The report found that rail traffic would increase, but the length of the average train would decrease, resulting in a decrease in average delay in queue length. The report also analyzed emergency response disruptions at 751 crossings and found that although emergency vehicles would have to wait for trains to pass more frequently, the wait time would be shorter on average. The report found that the merger's effect on wildlife would be minimal. The December Iowa Workforce Development Report shows Washington County's unemployment rate is 2.7%, slightly above the broader Iowa City metropolitan area, and Washington County's November numbers, which were 2.4%, but below the 3.1% rate for the state overall. Business leaders in the county said these few, these see few, they see few signs of relief for the ongoing labor shortage despite the drop in unemployment rate. The Washington Econo- Economic Development Group Executive Director says the issue is getting better slowly, but different business types have different stories. Service sectors are struggling due to inflation, with most businesses having two short-term options, adapting to the situation or enticing employees from other businesses. The ADAPT strategy comes with the cost of employee burnout and decreased community involvement, while tapping other employers' workforce carries the risk of employee turnover. Despite the challenges, the Washington Chamber of Commerce Executive Director sees hope in the community's overall resilience. Mount Pleasant Arts Impact Mini Gallery at the Public Library is showcasing the work of Kathleen Castile as, it fe- as its feature artist for February and March. Castile's first photography exhibit features breathtaking landscapes and natural wonders inspired by her rural upbringing, her mother's passion for painting and crafts, and the work of nature photographers. Castile holds a bachelor's in English li- literature and a master's in gifted and talented education. She is a lifelong traveler who has explored the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. In addition to photography, Castile works in other art media such as drawing, painting, crafting, and writing, and shares her special pieces of art with family and friends. She also writes and shares some of her writing with Mount Pleasant Scribblers. Castile's photography exhibit can be viewed during normal library hours. Mount Pleasant Public Library's Children's Department is hosting a soft opening of the Children's Discovery Center on February 7, 2023. The center was opened briefly before the pandemic in 2020, but since then, library staff have improved the space. The Discovery Center is colorful, imaginative play space with PVC pipe system for sending messages, a Lincoln log room, a music room and play kitchen, a doctor's office, and a stage with costumes. The center is intended for children from toddlers to elementary school aged, and there will be more science-based activities for third to fifth grade graders in a locked room. The Discovery Center will open on Tuesdays from noon to 2 p.m. and Fridays 10 a.m. to noon and is free to use. Children eight and under must be accompanied by an adult or responsible person over 14. The entrance is located between the Wisdom Quest building and the library, and patrons can follow a colorful path to the door. The sign will change to reflect the name at Children's Discovery Center. The Southeast Iowa Union was recognized eight times by the Iowa Newspaper Association Thursday night as the organization announced results from its 2023 Better pa- Newspaper contests. The paper achieved top three finishes in each of the following categories for the Daily Class 1 division. First place, Best Newspaper Website. 
Also first place in Best Podcast for Washington Weekly Review. First place for The Master Columnist for Kayla McCain's Hold This Thought. Second place for Best News Feature Story by Anna Marie Ward for Now I Am a Survivor. Second place for Best Series, Kayla McCain's Hear That Train A-Comin'. Second place coverage of Agriculture by Anne Marie Ward, Andy Hallman, and Kayla McCain. And third place coverage of Government and Politics by Kayla McCain. And finally, second place for Best Video, the Southeast Iowa Union Newsbreak. Thank you all to thank you to all of our viewers and followers here. We wouldn't be where we are without all of you. Approximately 2,500 entries in dozens of categories were submitted to the contest and judged by class based on circulation by members of the North Carolina Press Association. All entries were published between October 1st, 2021 and September 30th of 2022. Today, class one is for newspapers published daily with 5,000 circulation and under. We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up first obituaries. Jana Fritz of Brighton passed away on February 2nd at the age of 83. Arrangements are pending at Gold Funeral Home. Francis L. Barr of Mount Pleasant passed away on February 1st at the age of 91. The funeral service will be held at 1.30 p.m. February 8th at the First United Methodist Church. Kimsey Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Robert John Rygard of Kiyosaka passed away on February 2nd at the age of 66. A celebration of life will be held from 3 to 6 p.m. at Bob's Little Red Barn. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. Today we cracked the 50-degree mark with a high of 52 in cloudy skies. Tomorrow it'll be cooler with a high of 44 and partly cloudy skies. On Wednesday, there was a 50% chance of rain in the evening with a high of 49. There was a 70% chance that rain will carry over into Thursday and the high will stay 49. And finally, it'll be partly cloudy and 42 on Friday. 
We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the local basketball games from last Friday. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again, and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports, brought to you by Fairway. On December 20th in Burlington, Mount Pleasant fell victim to a buzzer-beating three-point shot, three point shot by Greyhound guard Christos Constavelos. Constavelos gave his team a two-point win and cast a shadow over the Panthers' conference championship dreams. On Thursday night in Mount Pleasant, the ninth-ranked Panthers made sure the Greyhounds were never in position to burn them again. Mount Pleasant led start to finish, beating the Greyhounds 67-57 in a game that decided the 2022-23 Southeast Conference title. The Panthers' first time since the back end of a three-peat in 2017-2018. Higgins finished with 20 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 assists to lead Mount Pleasant. Amos and Nate Nashon each had 13 points. Stroud finished with 11, and Van Sickle added 10. Mount Pleasant is now 16-3 overall. The Panthers are 9-1 in SEC play, two games above Burlington and Washington with only one left to go. The Panthers play a non-conference home game against Ottumwa on Monday. Both Washington boys and girls basketball were in action on Friday night as the two squads battled with Fort Madison. The Demon Boys were winners against the Bloodhounds, taking the Southeast Conference about 71-64. After trading buckets back and forth throughout the first quarter, Washington led by just one heading into the second. The Demons only got better in the second period as they held the Bloodhounds to 9 points while scoring 18 of their own for a 36-26 halftime lead. Washington continued to hold on to its lead after the third period as the lead favored the Demons 55-49. In the fourth, Formazin clawed back. Bloodhounds cut the lead down to one at 57-56, but Washington was able to hang on from the free throw line down the stretch. 
On the girls' side, the Demons came up short with a 43-34 loss to the Bloodhounds. Formazen jumped out to a 19-10 lead after the, after the first quarter. Washington bounced back to take the next two quarters, 11-8 and 11-10. The Demons were down by just six at the half, 27-21, and five heading into the fourth, 37-32. In the fourth, the Demons couldn't keep the momentum going as Formazen held down to just two points to steal the win. The Mount Pleasant girls basketball team finished the conference schedule strong on Friday night, and the Panthers went into Burlington and secured a 68-52 victory. It was Mount Pleasant's second win in a row after snapping a three-game losing streak with a road win over Fairfield earlier in the week. The Panthers are now 12-10 overall. They finished with the conference schedule at 7-3, which will likely put them at third place when all games are finished. Mount Pleasant will play at Atoma today, Monday, in its last regular season contest. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.